0: You are now tuned in to the Uncensored Podcast on Boss FM
1: Welcome to Uncensored with Boss FM I'm your girl Becca
2: It's your party boy Joey it's
3: your girl Kayla the is back. <laughs> the trio is back. The
1: Three Musketeers. You hear us loud, proud, and glad. I'm
2: uh, but I'm trio or a quartet because John worked his ass off.
1: No, you're definitely right, John. I'm so sorry. This is connect four, not connect three. <gasps>
3: like, oh, you like, I did You oh, no, no, you, you should have said this is not. This is connect four, not tic-tac-toe. Girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, you know, three in a row, tic tac <laughs>
0: All right, good workshop there. <laughs> y'all, it's up.
1: April Fool's Day. How are y'all?
0: I'm
2: excited. It's one of my favorite days.
1: Actually, I really misspoke it. I really haven't been here in a while. I got my days mixed up. April Fool's Day was yesterday. It's today. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> ah, April Fool. Let me stop.
3: <laughs> Did anyone pull April Fool's pranks on you guys? No, um, I think 2020 was a whole joke, so that's really <laughs> a running joke that
2: <laughs> I've been pulling them all day. So,
3: <laughs> what just have you pulled?
2: Um, I pulled one on my mom, um, but that one, that one kind of flopped. Um, <laughs> I got my stepdad involved. Um, I pulled one on my cousin. Um, I sit a bunch of, you know, how the, like those little scary things on camera where they just kind of pop up and you're like. You're gonna either have a heart attack and drop your phone. I said about twenty of those. Um I my friend's birthday is today, and I completely haven't acknowledged her birthday, so at eleven fifty nine I'm gonna FaceTime her singing happy birthday. Okay, not, I'm awesome. sorry, I have to
0: interject here. Joey thinks jumping out and scaring you or calling you and telling you that you just got into a terrible accident is a good prank. That's mm-hmm. probably what he did to his mom. Right?
2: I, no, I didn't do that today, but I've done that before.
1: That's not even funny.
2: <laughs> it's sick. It's funny on this end.
1: But you are right. You are alone. <laughs> While I was at work today, you know who pulled uh April Fool's joke? Well, yesterday. You know who pulled the April Fool's joke? Who? White Castle. They said that they were coming out with their own bath and body line.
2: Oh, and then another somebody was coming out with a, I think Chick-fil-A was coming out with a steak sandwich.
1: <laughs> steak. Like sandwich. a prime, like
3: prime rib. I saw that New Jersey and Delaware were going to become one state and they were going to call it New Delaware. Who's going to do that?
0: Did you guys know. see, Um, and, and big missed opportunity with New Jersey, but did you guys see <laughs> Michael Strahan?
4: No What happened with
1: him?
2: Oh his teeth His gap
0: Yeah He closed it He got it fixed And then revealed today That it was an April Fool's joke
3: But That's not funny You look fine with or without it I
0: was I was No I was incredulous I could not believe That he had gotten it done Like at this yeah, stage is
3: got trademarked Honestly
0: Yeah exactly At this stage There's in my- your life You've been a millionaire For a decade You would have had it done If you wanted it done yeah. So. I
3: bet you he
1: does the meanest teeth fountain. <laughs> but y'all, let's get into this quick rundown. We have our top news, trending news, our come on white folks. We have our question of the day, our sports segment, and flashback with B and J. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Uncensored Boss FM. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Uncensored with Boss FM. I'm your girl, Becca. It's your girl, Kayla.
2: It's your party boy, Joey.
1: And the trio, well, we established this in the intro. The Connect Four are back
3: together. (laughs) The band is back, hey. (laughs) You know what you are missing though before we do happen to this? What?
1: You said my hoot or what? My banjo. Bam, 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 bam. No. Thank you and good night.
2: But
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> so y'all, let's get into some top news, and we're gonna talk about George Floyd. So Smith, one of the two paramedics who was responded to the incident, said he went over to where Floyd was being held down to check his heartbeat and could heartbeat and could not detect a pulse. After I checked the pulse and pupils, I looked for my partner and told him that I believe the individual was deceased. Adding, I wanted to get off, I wanted to get off scene and start care back, I and mean, start care in the back of the ambulance. But basically, he couldn't because George, he assumed that George Floyd was dead when he arrived. So, Kayla says she's been waiting to say something. So because
3: her- you know what. This case has- she been, has to adjust
1: herself. Go ahead.
3: Because this case has been very, um, there are so many adjectives that I can use.
1: Disgusting, despicable. Disgusting,
3: upsetting, traumatic, just a lot. Why? Because not only do we have to relive these moments, but to even get the more information on just a simple video that we had from different perspectives.
0: that was so loud. Who was
3: it? It was <laughs> That
0: was so... I'm not even mad. I'm just like, how did it get so loud?
1: <laughs> it was John's face. That's how I was like...
0: John, was that you? I, no.
1: That
2: was, that was Kayla.
3: I'm sorry. It's on Do Not Disturb now.
2: That's
3: but cool.
0: um. I'm shocked at cool. how fucking loud it was. I, like, fucked my ears up.
3: I'm <laughs> going But, um, yeah, Uh, to get all of this new information and see how the defense attorney is actually doing his job makes it even more disgusting because him trying to, uh, especially the black man, I forget his name, him trying to point him as an angry bystander is totally outrageous to me, like, Oh, I, I hated watching that, but I do respect the Black man because he held he held himself down. That's the thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, I was seeing snips and glimpse, um on social media because I'm at work most of the day when the trial is being broadcasted, right? And the thing that was irritating me the most about the defense lawyer, when he was trying to, you know, paint the picture of George Floyd being on opioids and everything like that, the way he was badgering the man, like the person to just sit there and say, yes, he was on drugs, like that person is consistently repeating the same thing, not changing their response. And you've got the defense lawyer like, no, well, tell me this, ask me this. So would opioids be the problem this? And we have a snippet that we want you guys to hear.
0: This is Donald Williamson's junior. He was a bystander. This is uh, what Kayla was referencing earlier.
5: I'm a bomb 13 times. You call them a f-
4: That's what you re- heard?
5: Did you say that? Is that what you heard? I'm asking you, sir. I'm pretty did sure you I did. Did you say that? You heard that. I'm pretty sure you did. You call them a f- if that's what you heard, I'm sure that's I'm asking good. you, did you say that? If that's
4: what the video recorded, so I didn't.
5: You called him a bit.
4: If that's the video
1: you
2: heard from the video. That's it's a yes or it. no, sir. If that's what was heard in the video, yes, I did.
5: And at one point, you said that Officer Tao pushed you.
0: That's correct. He did. He put his hand in my chest. Is what I said.
5: And you observed Officer Tao push someone else, right? Or feel like you he pushed someone else. I didn't let him touch anyone else do you recall saying i dare you to touch me like that i swear i'll slap the f- of both of you yeah i did i meant to so again sir it's fair to say that you grew angrier and angrier
2: no i grew professional and professional
0: i stayed in my body you can't pay me out to be angry
3: and that's on period mm-hmm yeah, that, and that's on period. And that's just one testimony because what also got me upset was the the attendant that thought that the twenty dollar bill was fake and how he was already feeling guilty because his manager called the police on him. I saw that. Yeah, so it's like seeing all these different perspectives and different events that led up to this one tragic event for me, it's just really I can't even fathom the right word for it because it's so, it's a lot.
2: And it's amazing how now everyone has survivor's guilt because they know that they could have done something to at least try to stop it.
3: Right, it's either that they caused it or they could have stopped it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, who would know that, you know, because of this, which is a common thing. I go to the corner store all day, give my money you know, go about my business. But now all of a sudden, this is a very much public case Mm -hmm. that an average day, you doing, minding your business, you would end up on a trial that's basically about to change history.
2: And what gets me is everybody is naming this the George Floyd trial. George Floyd is not on trial. This is not a George Floyd trial. Mm -hmm. This is a Derek Chauvin trial because he's on trial for killing, but now we're questioning if he, is he in on trial for killing, or is he on trial to get away with killing?
1: Now, my thing is, I don't, it's like anyone who would sit there and try to argue with me that Derek could be innocent in any shape, way, or form, would, I don't even think I could have a calm conversation, because in no way does it make any sense for him to have his knee on that man's neck for as long as he did. And no shape, way, or form. You are trained. You are a trained professional to handle this situation and if he was being resistant you can restrain him in a way that wouldn't lead to him dying and Uh you having your knee in his neck. I can't think of one possible way, reason, or how the situation perspired, how he could even, the the counselor, his defense lawyer, I don't understand how he can even put this into pictures of how he can justify the fact that he put his knee in this man's neck. I just don't understand.
3: What I'm getting from the defense lawyer is the fact of um, the underlying health conditions that George Floyd already had And everyone making the situation bigger than what it is. It made the cops feel as though they had to, I guess, do all this pressure to calm the situation down and to calm George Floyd down. But with all of that energy and everything that was happening, which is what made Chauvinon keep his knee on his neck as long as he did.
1: And then... I don't know if you guys you guys saw the one witness how she was describing it and like how she started tearing up yeah when she was giving her i was looking i'm like oh my gosh like that's something that's gonna stick with her forever
2: for the rest of her life
3: it's the same thing the old the um the old man with the white glasses Mm -hmm. he was lying because he was the one that was telling george floyd calm down calm down but george floyd wasn't listening as george floyd was calling for his mom
1: nothing you could possibly tell me that could justify this situation at all in my mind and you know a few shows ago I even gave the defense for Derek to even say that they're going to try and paint him and you know as a good person and try to play on his character before this whole situation happens and I do not see this going that way at all I even tried to give them that type of excuse or a way to defend this man who should be in prison. The prison should be built on top of him, in Joey's famous words.
3: I... However, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know why, out of all the cases that have happened, I have some type of intuitive hope that this is going to go in somewhat of all of our favors. Because at this point, I want to say George Floyd is all of our fathers, our brothers, our cousins, our uncles. So I think that I don't know why I'm getting this this gut feeling of hope, but I don't know. That's how I feel. I feel like it's going to go in our favor some way, somehow.
2: But you know what I want? Um, I I feel like although we are going hard, we're going to continue to go hard for, um, for George. I need us to do exactly this and do what we can to make sure that this goes a little bit more for Breonna Taylor too, because Breonna Taylor hasn't gotten justice. And that's something that I feel like we should keep fighting for. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that we're in this spot now to where like, Derek can't get away from this. I feel like he's not gonna get away with this. I feel like everything is gonna go just like you, Beacon of Hope. But um, I want this pressure applied just as hard for Breonna.
3: However, they won't open her case back up, right?
2: I don't know.
3: Isn't, that's with Daniel Cameron, correct?
2: No, that's not, is it Daniel Cameron? I don't think his name is Daniel Cameron.
3: Is that the district attorney? That's, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I feel like with that whole incident, they're moving so slow. Yes. I feel like we're going to, and some people, dare I say this, have forgotten about Breonna Taylor. However, it's going to be uh, some years before we get some type of action but i do think that the court system is moving their feet Mm -hmm. at the pace of molasses at this point because for one he did withheld information Mm -hmm. two is i think this is this whole back and forth thing that they're just taking their time with but i agree we do need to keep that pressure but however i can say that the justice for george floyd um, Is moving way faster than for Breonna Taylor, and on top of that, uh, how can I say this? I wasn't expecting this George Floyd situation to go like this. I should say,
2: right, right, not as not as not as quickly as it's going, right, not as quickly as it's going. But I'm thankful that it's going this fast because. Any other time, somebody would really, but you know what? I think what's why it's going so fast is because so many people saw this. We saw this man die online. I we think saw this it, man it, die online.
3: We saw Eric Garner die online too.
2: And that one went pretty fast, didn't it?
3: No, he didn't get the oh. justice.
2: Oh, jeez.
3: I mean, and it it goes to which I don't know why it still doesn't, I still don't have this answer to the question when it comes to the body cameras and the mm-hmm. footage. I feel like Layman Sterns it gets erased, it disappears.
2: Oh but yeah.
3: Like what happens to it? And why doesn't anyone try to chase it? Right. That's my thing. Um, same thing with Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland was dead upon arrival to her prison cell, but yet they tried to take a picture of her to make it seem like she was in an upright position. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until prosecutors looked into the case further to realize that, you know, she was dead. However, she still hasn't been, she hasn't received justice. Same thing with Elijah McClain. He hasn't received justice. However, his case just got reopened.
2: Oh, praise God.
3: So it's, that's why I say I wasn't expecting this with George Floyd because a lot of these things, they'll get closed and then years later, they'll they'll be reopened. And it's like, I'm happy for it, but, like, at the the same time, it's, like, why now? Why not when it initially happened, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how this all turns out. But that's all for our top news, but don't go anywhere because we have trending topics coming up next.
2: right everybody you're back with uncensored on boss fm it's your party boy joey
3: and it's your girl kayla
2: and just for a few segments we're going to be without becca but don't worry she will be back to party with us on our game but until then we're gonna hop right on into trending topics kayla take it away
3: so we do have to celebrate our birthdays today on this fabulous friday so the wonderful marvin Gaye would have been 82 today Tracy Braxton, which is my my second favorite Braxton sister, turned 50. Rodney King would have been 56 today, and Mr. Quavo himself turned mm. 30.
2: Mm. I know, I said the same thing. I
3: don't even know why his name's on this list. We're not celebrating him right now. But speaking of yeah. Quavo, let's hop into this thing because Miss Taweety has finally spoken. Since the elevator footage, I'm pretty sure you guys talked about that on the show earlier. Quite a
2: few times we talked about it actually had the breakup. We talked about the footage and then we talked about what people are like saying.
3: Okay. So basically um, she's speaking about the circulated video that came after her and Quavo announcing their breakup. And she says that the two reconciled after the 2020 incident but admits that there were too many other hurdles to overcome in a couple's relationship. She also stated that this unfortunate incident happened a year ago while we have recon- reconciled them since then and moved past this particular disagreement. There were too many hurdles for them to come over. So, And she right. asked people to respect her privacy during this time.
0: Do you have a take on the video?
3: My take is Mm. my take is for one uh, I need people to stop saying relationship goals and that's period Uh, you never know what relationships are facing in their personal lives thank you especially with what happened Um, elevators tell it all especially if my elevator videos tell it all it would be a rat for me too but um, also domestic violence comes in many forms And I think seeing this video has opened my eyes to that as well. You don't have to be a battered, bruised, broken rib, broken face or cut woman or man to say that you've been in an abusive relationship. And on Twitter specifically, people have been saying like, oh, I've never gotten to a little scuffle with your man. We could play fight, yes, but at the same time, that was serious. It shouldn't yes. to that point. Over a Call of Duty case at that, I should kick it to the, to the door. Like, oh, it
2: was over Call of Duty?
3: That's what they were fighting for in the elevator. His orange Call of Duty case. Which I'm pretty sure it was more to that than just what we're seeing. But if we're gonna go solely based off the video, it was, she was trying to grab the Call of Duty case and he was wrestling her to get it back from her, which is why he pushed her to the ground and ended up being on her.
2: But what was in the case for him to make him do all of
3: that? Who knows? Probably drug money. Probably his new hoes. Condoms. I don't know. Could be a simple game, but even at that, are you really fighting a woman over a materialistic thing? Right. And I mean, granted, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was laughing with the little jokes on Twitter when they said, like, Solange could have taken him. Solange <laughs> did it better. But yes. But at the same time... Uh, y'all have to also realize that it doesn't always have to be a woman too because the shoe could have been on the other foot as well.
0: Right. Right. We were saying that it, it's not the, the fight itself was kind of mild. Yeah. But it just seemed like two people who wanted to hurt each other.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was, it was very excessive. It was like taken was to, to a space crazy. where it did not even have to be in the first place.
3: And if you ask me if I had to give a story based off of the video, it looked like he was trying to leave and she was trying to stop him. So by her grabbing the Call of Duty case would make him come back to the apartment, wherever they were, st- well, the condos, cause that's where she was renting. Um, so they could work out differences or whatever. And that's how they got into the fight. That's if I had to put a story to it, but.
2: Yeah. It's horrible.
0: It's horrible. How do you think the tape leaked?
3: Oh. somebody probably was like oh we got this tape let me get I need some money we're in a um, pandemonium let me send it to TMZ because TMZ is probably going to give me the most money because if you look at it it's not the actual footage it's somebody's recording the footage from their cell phone just like the Solange video it's somebody recording because they probably could get their company in trouble if they did actually send the actual tape over Uh trouble with their company so be a they
2: manager. could still get even if they sent it from their personal cell phone. They could still get in trouble for that.
3: Probably, but they probably sent it anonymously. Mm-hmm. Somehow, someway, still got paid for it. But
4: that's true. That's but
3: true. On a lighter note, let's talk about how Jeezy and Jeannie Mai are married.
2: I'm so excited about this.
3: Yes, they are married, and her dress was beautiful
2: i have followed um Jeannie when she was married to um i can't remember what the white guy's name was on the reel, but i, I remember know. yeah i remember when they were together and just the things like how they talked in their marriage like uh, stuff they talked about the topics and i'm just like she they're, they're gonna get divorced they're gonna get divorced and lo and behold they did And i didn't want to speak that into existence but you know what you saw so then when She was single and I think um, Adrian had gotten married and Lonnie had gotten in her relationship. I'm like, okay, it's Jeannie's time. Jeannie's gonna get her man. And I knew she was gonna get a rapper. And I was like, she had a crush on Jeezy. She had a huge crush on Jeezy. And I was was, like, that's what's gonna happen.
3: When they first got together, I was not expecting that whatsoever. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, Oh yeah. To me, now that I see their dynamic in like video form, but looking as a picture, I would think uh-huh. they don't match for me. But seeing their dynamic together, I'm I support it now. But with their wedding, they're also um they have a wedding reg- registry for charity to help support stop for um Asian hate. Mm-hmm. So I think using their platforms to do something, especially with Jeannie, Ma, I'm pretty sure she is well, she she definitely is Asian. Um mm-hmm. so she's using her platform to raise awareness for things that are happening in today's country.
2: And I'm thankful for that because Jeannie is very much support of anything that she knows is needing a change. You know, she's supportive of the gay community, she's supportive of the black community, she's supportive, of, of course, her own community with her being Vietnamese. Um, she's supportive of anything that we just are fighting for to change and trying to normalize these new changes that are trying to come in. Um, so it doesn't shock me that she's done this. And I'm actually happy and proud that she's done this. And I love that she has her husband on board with this as well. Um, her new husband. I love it. Um,
3: crazy is she's 42. I mm-hmm. And she looks good. She was like early
2: 30s. No, she's 42. She looked damn good. And she moisturizes.
3: But Have you a- Asians, you know, they don't age.
2: They like us.
3: They don't age whatsoever. They be 92 looking 19. Have. Vera, Wang. <laughs> Vera Wang is like 80-something, and Vera Wang looks like she's 27. I'm not yes, going to
2: she does. She does. She does. She does. It, it's pretty wild. Um, but I'm I'm happy to see, and I I'm if I'd have known that I just found out about it like as y'all did, I would have donated to something the Asian hate. I am going to still well, donate.
3: No, you still, yeah, hate. you still can. Their goal is fifty
2: thousand. So yeah, I'm still gonna do that. But that's all the time we have right now. Check us out on Uncensored on Boss FM. Let us know how you're feeling about this the stop Asian hate in the registry. I think it's a beautiful thing. Hopefully you do too. We'll be right back after this break.
3: back to the Uncensored with Boss FM, it's your girl Kayla here with Joey. And even though I know, the we'll be back for our game segment in a bit. But before we hop into that, let's hop into our spring forward section. Because Joey's gonna give us some reality show spring wear that is coming out. So Joey, what we got?
2: Hey everybody, it's your party boy Joey and you know I'm here giving you the spring fashions but I'm gonna switch it up for you today. You know I love reality TV. You know I love the housewives. You know I love Married to Medicine. You know I love love and hip hop and what I love about them the most is not about their lavish houses, not about their lavish cars, not about their expensive vacations but what they wear. I love seeing them come out In full form and something just completely luxurious—the best of the Givenchy and the Louis Vuitton and the Fendi's and all of that. So, I have to give you the fashions don't for the Real Housewives reunions, and it's always my favorite things of the year is the reunions. Besides the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, I love when any franchise, whether it's Beverly Hills, Orange County, New York, New Jersey, uh, Salt Lake City, Atlanta, when it was Miami, when it's Potomac, when it was D.C., I love all of the fashion looks from all of the reunions. But I have to tell y'all, some of them were some hit misses. So do pay attention. So and when I say hit misses, I mean they hit that miss mark. Perfectly, It was an absolute... It's a no for me. So, it's been, of course, 15 years since the creation of the first Housewives show, and the concept has grown and changed into the reality TV empire, millions of devoted viewers across multiple continents. There are also many things to love about the Housewives, but there's really nothing like a reunion. Like I said, every time Andy Cohen sits down with these women, it feels like a must-see television event, and the level of glam has risen accordingly. So... The ones that are missing the mark is, of course, Danielle Staub from New Jersey in season two. Do y'all remember when she had that white tank top and that sequins mini skirt? That was an absolute no. I was completely lost and caught off guard by whatever she had going on because it was almost like she was going to a club. She could have worn that at the club, not at a reunion when people are sitting and watching. Millions of viewers at that. The best for me was Teresa Judice in that black and white and pink flower dress that she had on. That was perfect. Then you also have, dun-dun-dun-dun, you also have uh, Tamra Judge. She's from Orange County, and this was season seven, and she had like a sleeveless, strapless red dress, and her hair was not fitting for me at all either, but... The season seven Real Housewives of Orange County reunion is like a time capsule because it's a jarring look at all the brief time that Tamra didn't h- hate uh, Gretchen Rossi. Um, this reunion, Tamara was clearly taking style cues from Gretchen, which was not working in her favor. Um, so that's a miss for me as well. Ashley Darby in Potomac for season four. She had on a fully sheer lace bottom half, which was a choice, and a large mesh boo panel. That was not working in her favor. The best for me for that was, uh, Karen Huger, who was sitting directly next to her. Um, so that's a no. Don't do that again, Ashley. It's a no-no. You have Luanne Della from New York, and she is season seven, and she had on like a greenish, turquoise, Um, multi kind of half sleeve, half not sleeve, sleeve off the shoulder, little plunging neckline and it was uh, sparkly and it just was not it wasn't classy for me and her song is Money Can't Buy You Class. I don't know what's happening but it wasn't working for me. However we cannot we cannot forget NeNe and Kim from Atlanta Season 1 where they look like they were just heading to Walmart. They looked like they were heading to Walmart. It's just, it's not, that's not fashion. There's not fashion. You were in a silk blouse and a a, a, a vest is not working. And Nini, we, Lanethea, we can't even start with you, so we're gonna go ahead and bypass that. Denise Richards, Beverly Hills, season 9. She had a gold sleeveless, strapless dress, kind of goldish if you want to call it that. It wasn't really flattering on her, but she just it it it, i don't know what she was but you know what denise has never really been about fashions and that's okay because if you've ever seen denise in any of her movies you know even then her fashions were not kept up to par so she's really not fashionable and that's okay no shade but she should not have brought this to a reunion she i feel like somebody should have styled her but it's okay um cameron westcott dallas season four uh I don't know what this red thing she was coming. She kind of looked like uh, him from the Powerpuff Girls. It just, it wasn't working with her. However, I will say that um, Stephanie, that season at the reunion, Deandra, and there's one more, um, Brandy, They looked absolutely beautiful. Two were wearing black. That was uh, Stephanie and Brandy. And, um, Deandra was wearing red and she absolutely killed that as well. So just little fashions of what they had going on. Um, it just wasn't working and you can go and check these episodes out, um, on Hulu. They're on there and then you have it on Sling TV as well. So if you don't have an account with that, it's not expensive. Check it out. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have more of the show for you on Uncensored. Don't go away.
3: Welcome back to Uncensored with Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla here with Becca and Joey, and we are about to play a game for y'all. And it is our favorite game, Song Association. And instead of one of us mediating the game, our favorite ever-so-loving executive producer John is going to step in to mediate this time, woo, 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 so woo, I can woo. take the crown from Joey. Ha!
0: That
3: chance, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right. Becca's chances just got even worse.
3: Right. Ah! <laughs> you know
1: what? The underdog always wins. Just know that. And I feel like, John, you're going to officiate this game in a fair manner, and you won't allow me to lose.
0: I will But I'm still gonna win. I will allow you to lose if you allow yourself to lose. But let's let's but, get, you know,
1: with you, I assume it's gonna be fair.
0: It will be fair. It'll be as fair as I can make it. So just so the listeners know, I'm going to say oh I'm going to give the contestant a word and they have to think of a song that contains the word. They have to sing the line that the word is in and name the artist. You guys, everybody good with that? Okay, cool. See. So I have uh, three rounds where you guys will get each one word. They're not necessarily easy, medium, hard. They're all kind of just random uh, spring related. So we'll see. We'll, we'll try and switch it up each time. Uh, so who wants to go first? Kayla?
4: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, your word is flower.
3: <clears throat> flower. That is the house song by, um, uh, shit. I mean, man, me. I don't know, but every black person knows that song that goes to a cookout. I don't
2: know that song.
3: If I play it, Maybe,
1: girl, I don't know what you're talking
3: about. <laughs> oh, you're not black. I don't know house music. I will pull it up for my phone right now.
0: Anybody have a steal? No? You don't get time to think about it. All right. Uh, Joey, you're up next. (laughs) Your word is spring.
2: Damn, I knew I was going to get that. Um...
0: Is his time now. I was gonna you say, Joey. Do you have an answer? No. Okay. Wow, this is really fun so far, guys. <laughs> hey, you picked these words. I know this sucks.
1: Spring. I'm ready. Oh,
2: I'm sure she is.
0: Um, I'm 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 dreading giving giving these words now because you're not gonna get them.
1: It's okay. All Don't right. say that. Never, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Becca, your word and to take the lead in the first round is <laughs> butterfly.
1: Oh my god! Oh, I got a pocket, got pocket for the sunshine. I gotta love that note That's on my like, oh, whoa. Oh, oh. Do what you want, but you never going Six and negative, rig me. Oh, oh. oh like a butterfly in the sky. Something she says butterfly in pocket <laughs> <the sky>. It's not
3: <laughs> so Don't say that. Girl, I know it you is.
0: never said butterfly, though. Never said it. Jack, it. The you The Reading Rainbow. You can steal? steal. You can steal.
3: Butterflies by Michael
1: Jackson. Sing who it. Who said butterflies by Michael Jackson? Who
0: that? Can you sing you it?
1: Who that.
3: What's that? Um, you give me butterflies
1: inside,
3: inside. inside.
1: inside. inside.
0: Okay, well it seems like Joey's co signed No,
1: there's always butterflies. You can't take, come take back, take I take we come know, on. I told
4: you.
0: Well, um I hate <laughs> conflict, so no points awarded to. Annie oh, you.
2: no. You know what? She's right there's
3: there's always butterflies yeah, yeah but, that she is, that so, but, john but she
0: said, never sang it right
3: john said in the direction specifically that they have to you have line. to sing
0: the line
3: okay and i
1: sang I'm it
0: not before time not... right now
1: No, in my defense nobody told my time was up it Be- didn't say here's what time.
0: i'll order order becca here's what i'll here's what <laughs> i'll do for you you get no points but neither does anyone else so it's you're <laughs> you're not losing yet and we'll progress to round two of this regretful game so far. Uh, <laughs> Kayla, your turn. Your word mm-hmm. is rain.
4: Rain down on me. Shower and it's falling
0: rain, rain on me. Okay, I need the artist.
3: A rain on me, SWV, escape. I'm lying. It's escape. Yeah, rain on me,
2: escape.
0: Joey, Becca, do you guys dispute that?
2: I'm not sure. I don't think so. I don't. I don't.
3: Y'all want me to play it?
0: I was going to say, I, to be f- as fair as possible, I think I have to look it up.
3: I should do
1: Candy Rain. No, is that it? That's Candy Girl.
0: Wait, you said SWV?
3: Yeah, or no, it's Escape. Escape. No, you said Escape. No, don't count. You gotta give one answer.
0: There's a song called Rain by SWV.
3: It probably is their song.
0: Alright, Kayla, you've got the first point of the game. Holy crap. Alright. I see, I understand why you're upset, Becca, but it's as close as we've gotten. Dude. Give me a break. (laughs) Becca, you're up next. (laughs) Wipe the mayonnaise off your lip. Your word is. Is
3: it mayonnaise?
0: (laughs) You know what, Kayla? Sorry I had to do that. Uh, Becca, um, your word is fool. In honor of Kayla.
4: The
1: hell say fool I'll be a fool for you Miguel
3: She guessed that Why are you
0: doing that to me If you don't know she it
3: he could have got it off if she didn't laugh
1: yeah. <laughs> I definitely could have I was going to say April fool <laughs> Becca you really suck That's the crazy thing
2: right. so You don't get that point right
0: No you absolutely don't. not
1: It's not even a real song.
0: (laughs) Oh, look. Chain, chain,
2: chain. I'm stealing. Ow. Ow. Chain of fools. You could be that or you could be foolish, man. Like, chain,
1: chain, yeah, yeah. That's foolish. That's not fool.
2: Fool. No, that's chain of fools.
0: Okay, well, Joey worked for that steal, so I'm going to give him the point. (laughs) Um,
1: Joey, this is specifically for you
0: um Joey you're also up next so you have a chance I'm to take you have here. a chance to take the lead after that steal Becca and I'm ready I need and you I'm to, ready. I need you to focus up get ready for this steal if you can I got you. I got you. Ready? Joey your word is new new Joey I need to answer.
2: Brand new, brand new by Lil Wayne. Brand new by Lil Wayne. You got to sing it.
0: And can you sing the part where "new" is in it?
2: Oh, Fuck I can. I still, I still, I Brand new. Fuck you, bitch. My shirt brand new. Nah, Fuck is that you, is that, is that, that it? Brand I don't new. know this song. Fuck you, bitch. I'm back in brand new. I Man, I'm like the president. I, okay. I am the president and the assassin. Okay, okay. Orange. You'll Green lose Mike a point.
0: You will lose a point, sir.
2: Why? For excessive yeah. singing. Oh, that's well, no, because she was away. saying one won the song so I was singing it to let her know I knew what it was. So, boom. You're not singing good. for her;
0: you're singing for me. Remember oh, that. well, no,
2: then that's the thing. always yes, remember I give my that because it's brand new by Lil Wayne.
0: So Joey took the lead on that narrowly. He almost lost the lead, but for attitude. Um, so <laughs> let's see here. All right, Joey, you're you're gonna go first in the final round. Okay. So, guys, get ready to steal. I'm gonna try and give you the hardest word I have left. Um, your word is April. Need an answer, Joe. That's it. All right, Kayla or Becca, do you have a you have a steal in your hearts?
3: Hey, so the song is Signs by Beyonce. Just give me a minute to think of the line. Because she says, um, I'm Five, four, three,
1: <laughs> two, one. <laughs> Wrong. We don't get a point. Neither of us. You're so she...
3: mad, Becca. She don't say it? Uh...
2: No,
0: she doesn't say it.
1: She did. I'm pretty sure Jason Derulo said it in a song.
0: Yeah, I can't think of a song that it's in I was just thinking of Spring Words, hoping you guys could come through. Drew so-
3: Hill had a song called April Shower.
0: Who? Drew Hill?
3: Drew Hill. We wouldn't know that
0: though. I wonder what it's. I was about. gonna say
3: the poem. May? F- no, April. No.
1: April showers April bring May flowers.
0: So easy to remember. I um, know. Oh, <laughs> so, next up, and the score is Kayla 1, Becca 0, Joey 2.
1: That's because y'all plotting against me. That's fine.
0: Kayla, you're up next, and I'm doing that so Becca, you have the most opportunities to steal and get, get more <laughs> points. But
3: <laughs> but she never does. Well,
0: we'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> your word is. Green.
3: Give me the green light. John Legend green light. Give me this one night. I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to go right now.
0: That's good stuff. That's that's how this game is supposed to be played, everybody.
2: <laughs> that's how played. we've been playing, everybody.
0: Take notes, Joey. <laughs>
2: You got somebody else.
0: Your name, Joey? Hey, it's just. I'm not
1: entertained with you, Joey. Your
0: voice is too beautiful. (laughs) Okay, Becca.
3: Bring it home. You have
0: no chance of winning. (laughs) All all you can hope to do is create a two-way tie for first, um, unless one of the other two players can steal. All right, because it's Kayla two, Becca zero, Joey two final word. And I guess while you're thinking, I'll think of another word for a tiebreaker. Your <laughs> Becca, your word is friends.
2: Yo. I don't know. Okay, I'm a steal. I'm a steal.
3: Your friends, my friends. say friends. friend. Beyonce they friend. Oh. Yes, they got
2: us on their friends. Yes, she no. do. No, she doesn't. Uh, what would I ever do Y'all without you? From the beginning to the end. You've oh, always man. been there right beside me, so I call you my best friend. Best friend by Brandy.
3: That's best friend, not friend.
2: It still got friend in it.
3: Oh, but see what I said it,
0: The word is actually friends. Ooh. Oh, that
2: was in her new album. Like one oh, of- it's, it's not by Beyonce, it's by the Carters
3: who the fuck is Beyonce last
2: name but well, who's the group of the song <laughs> the, group, the group well I, th- I I hate this
0: I hate this so much because it comes down to the judge but uh, Kayla the artist is not Beyonce I'm ah! so sorry
3: so if I look up and her name is on this thing, it, it
0: does no I mean her name is definitely in the you know her name is on it i'm sure but the artist's name is not beyonce it's the carters
3: you know what this game is rigged don't we back and that and the first of all you don't don't agree with me don't agree with me that.
0: but joey doesn't you get it either
1: accusations
0: joey doesn't get it either because the word wasn't best friend
1: boop, boop. That's what honestly when i thought of that i thought of friends the show
3: I'll be there for, for you. <laughs>
0: that song does not have the word friends in it.
1: I know. <laughs> but y'all, that is it for our game. Clearly, I still believe... Wait, that. I thought we had a tiebreaker. What tiebreaker?
0: Time's up, no, Joey.
1: Time is okay. up, honey.
0: All right, go you ahead, girl. Like bye, 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 bye. bye, bye.
1: But y'all, that is it for the game. I am about to depart from this show for the rest of the night. Ne- For the rest of the day oh what time of day is it (laughs) but kayla and joey will be here to speak in my honor and they will do great and john will also join them but that's it from us at uncensored but stay tuned after this break
3: Welcome back to Uncensored Boss FM, it's your girl Kayla here with Joey, and I did win the Song Association, even though John doesn't want to say I won, because I gave it an answer first, but before Joey goes off, go off on our trending topic, so what we had?
2: Well, first of all, I won, so thanks. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, Waka Flock is catching a lot of heat um, for his comments he made. Uh, about transgendered women or transgender people, period, after his daughter Charlie came out of the closet as bisexual. So a lot of people are just kind of like, well, how do you get this acceptance now that you've been faced with it? And just like, he's not comfortable with transgendered people, which, whatever, you're not. We're not going to force you to be. But now you have the sexual talk, you know. You you had that talk now. And it's that toxic masculinity that I've always told y'all about. And of course, Waka's been the whole poster child of that, in my opinion. I remember a couple seasons back, he did um, with Betty White and Betty White, Betty who? Betty whoever her name is. And her friend that was working with Tammy. And then of course they weren't working because of the transphobic comments he made about her. So now that it's in his face, Ain't got nothing to say. I mean, here's my
3: thing. What I hate about social media is that people don't let, um, I was about to curse, but people don't let things that happen in the past live in the past. They think that, which I, I guess this is a gray area because some things can't just live in the past.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: However, I feel like if you are a changed person, you have the opportunity to grow and to actually understand, you know, where your mistake lies and, what you can do in the future. I think social media doesn't allow room for for growth. Um, and that goes back to even when Kevin Hart said something about the gay community. And then he got his whole, basically, dream taken away from him by um, hosting the Grammys or the, the Oscars or something like that because of what happened in the past, which is about 10 years ago. So, I mean, for me, it's, I'm, I'm for it. For one, we shouldn't even care about what goes on in his life. As long as his his family is happy, because that's his main priority, then we should all be happy, too. But
2: but then what happens when that carries over to somebody else? So case in point, what if something happens to where Tammy is working, you know, now that Charlie... Well, I guess it's a conversation they have to have. But now that Charlie is bisexual, Charlie likes men, Charlie likes women. Um, he does not... He's already openly stated He is not with the gay shit. He does not like homosexuality. He does not like transgender. He's made that publicly famous. But now you have that in your home. When you are going to be put in a place where that comes near you, how are you going to react in a way that's not going to disrespect your daughter? That's where the question comes in. And now. You are coming out here, you have the chance to address it because the public has heard what you said.
3: Right. So the- he did make a statement. What do you say, girl? He did say, um, he said, but what I'm going to say, bro, is I'm I'm going to support my daughter. Y'all stop running with this narrative that she's coming out because she ain't never high in nothing. She's not no fates, no spokesperson, no nothing. She's living her effing life, man. That's all it needs to be. Cut it out, man. That is lame.
2: Okay, so it's not even about that. We don't care that she's coming out as bisexual because that's what she's doing. She's coming out as bisexual. We're not saying that she's hiding from anything. When you're in the gay community and you understand the gay community, you'll know these terms, but it's not about her. It's about you as a man, addressing what you said in the past, now that everything you said you hated is now in your home.
3: So then I think that, like you said, it is a conversation, honestly, I think it's a conversation that him and Tammy had before Charlie even came out as gay. Mm-hmm. They probably had that talk, but now the fact that she is gay and Charlie is old enough to one see the backlash that he is receiving because Charlie is avid on social media.
2: Right.
3: They probably have to have that talk and Waka is probably going to... Ex- hopefully he says, you know, honestly, which is this, I feel like this is the story. That's how I grew up. However, I'm a man that has grown and I've changed. Um, But I am here to support you and at times, I feel like when a guy sees, it's easier for a guy to have a gay daughter than it is for a guy to have a gay son.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's an issue. That's a huge issue. Um, And I'm glad that if he's going to support her, he's going to support her. But again, how are you going to address the things that you said?
3: But I think that's as simple as a conversation. And we don't know, well... We kind of do know how their relationship is. hmm did just pass, and her dad didn't show up, but he was there for her. He's always- Yeah, I
2: did see that, her. yeah.
3: So I feel like that is, um, they do have a close bond, um, and that trust factor is there. So I feel like the trusting of her forgiving him for what he did do in the past probably will be there. Same thing with Tammy, so. Uh-huh.
2: I still think that because of what he said, he needs to address it. I mean, that's just me. And that's just me in the gay community. I mean, anybody else that has seen this now and has heard what he said in the past, it's gonna feel the same way. Like, what are you, now that you have it here and it's in your face, and of course you're accepting it, that's your daughter. We would all expect you to, because you love her. It's not your biological daughter, but you love her like your own, which is great. But it's now here.
3: So my question is, who were we talking about on that one show when they made a public apology um for what they did? Kylie Jenner. And her what is not
2: she?
3: her not giving her ex makeup artist or whatever the fifty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars or whatever they needed for the surgery. Right. And she made a public apology, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We all agreed that she should she didn't have to address her business. My question to you is, why do you feel that he has to address what he needs to make right with his daughter to the public now?
2: Because he's not really making it right with his daughter. He offended like like millions of other people who have actually been listening to his music. She didn't offend anybody by not spending her money. That's not an issue. She knows she got the money. She
3: did lose some sales she did offend people, and that's why she was trending for the, like, the first few days that she did.
2: Well, okay, then let, let me clear it up as this. That's her money. She doesn't have to explain what's going on with her money. But he said something to offend other people personally in regards to who they are and not accepting that and just being very malicious in regards to what he said and just spreading hate. Kylie did not do that. So, with him doing that, and now again, it's in his home, it's in his face, you're accepting it now. But then, what about the people who have supported you and have listened to your music and have watched you in Love and loved hip hop? And you're sitting there saying, I ain't with that gay shit, or I don't like, I'm, I'm not fucking with no transgender women or any transgender, period. But you have a bisexual girl in your home, and it's cool. So it's going to look contradictory because believe it or not, LGBT, the B is for bisexual. We're all a community. Your daughter's a part of that now. So if you're going to disrespect us, you're technically disrespecting your daughter.
0: I have a question and kind of like going on what Kayla was saying. Um what what makes this what how did this come out? He's on a reality TV show, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a mm-hmm. this is a plot line on that show. It
2: was at that season, yes. Okay. I think that
3: her, his daughter came out like via social media, or something yeah.
2: Like and this was, I think, within the last couple of months, right?
0: Because yeah. from the outside, it does seem like whether he was, uh, you know, openly homophobic in the past or not, it seems like backlash for supporting his daughter is misplaced anger from the LGBTQ community. Um, I think they're more upset because it's
2: like contradictory. Like
3: in a way it's like he said it in the past. Oh, so now you change your mind because your daughter is a part of that community. but if she wasn't, you still would have believed what you said in the past.
0: Right right. Oh. Yeah, I get that. And also his quote here, which I believe you read um, it's kind of like he's he's not really being accepting of it. He's just kind of like right. trying to brush it under the. He's trying to brush the hard parts under the rug.
2: Right. And that's all. That's how I feel. I personally.
0: I just you you
2: put that out in the atmosphere. You made that what you said and how you rockin', but now it's in your face. So, do you? I feel personally it would be cool to address. Like, listen. Hey, I said some fucked up shit. My bad. I was ignorant to what it is. I've been taught. I've learned. I promise not to make any you know disrespectful or offensive comments about the lgbt community that's it
0: that's not how he feels
2: I, exactly right. that's where the backlash is coming from because if it wasn't in his space or in his home he would still be feeling the same exact way but now he has to deal with it because it's in his life because if not you ain't gonna have no marriage so I, my
3: thing is how do we How do we specifically and I know I just said it, but how do we specifically know that he still felt that way regardless of his daughter being bisexual? And he didn't grow without her being bisexual.
2: That's the thing. He could have he probably could have easily done it.
0: Well, by by saying he could have said what Joey was saying before.
2: But why should he have to? Because he made it public. Uh, Yeah.
0: Other than being on a reality TV show, I would say this is a very private matter and he definitely shouldn't. There's nothing in his expression of art or persona that should give anybody reason to believe that he's like a level-headed, open-minded thinker. Um, So like the fact that he's not being violent or negligent to this young person who's LGBTQ, I think, is a step in the right direction. It's almost like the opposite of uh, Kevin Hart.
3: Yeah, I think Kevin Hart was kind of forced to give an apology because he kind of wanted to host the Oscars, but when it did come back around the second time, he rejected it just solely because of the whole experience that was given to him for that. So.
0: Well, Kevin Hart said he would smash a dollhouse over his son's head if he found out he was gay. And Walk a flock of Flame found out that his daughter was gay and was like, no, it's cool.
3: So, okay, so here's my question to you guys. Um, and this is kind of random, but still on the topic. When it comes to comedy, when do you separate the art from the artist? If basically their whole life is um, what they use for their art.
0: I mean, I guess you get to pick and choose, right?
3: Well, I feel like it's kind of hard. Why? Because I've seen Bernie Mac say so many things that if was said today, he probably wouldn't even have a job, wouldn't be considered one of the greatest. Same thing with Dave Chappelle.
0: Right. And, I mean, people's legacy... You know what I mean? Like, if Larry Bird played in the NBA right now, he would get fucking dunked on every single day. Right. Um, but he's still one of the greatest players ever. So, like, yeah, I see what you're saying about, like, the legacy. But I bet if you watched the Milking Cookies uh, bit, you'd be like, I mean,
3: I'm not going to lie. I still laugh at it. But the only thing that makes me cringe is that he says faggots.
0: Right, yeah, it's... And that makes me cringe. It's mad cringy. I I probably wouldn't even watch it. And it's like... I mean, I'm not saying nobody should watch it. I also don't feel like I lost some great piece of art. Um,
3: By not watching
0: it. Yeah, there's plenty of other... Classic comedians. There's plenty of other kings of comedy. Like, who are more palatable. But that's just me, you know what I mean? And I have the choice to... Watch what I want. Spend my money where I want.
3: Valid. In today's society, that's what it's come down to. But I also think it, I'm going to cause an uproar. And I, I know I can take my money somewhere else and spend it somewhere else. But I'm also going to cause an uproar about it. And sometimes the problems can be minuscule. Sometimes they can be major. And on a grander scale. But
0: yeah. Yeah, that's like social media just kind of like amplifies everything. Right. Your clothes, your thoughts.
4: Yeah, the thoughts.
3: Get it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Multiple (laughs) multiple ways.
3: But on that note, that is all that we have for our trending topics today. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FM, and we'll be right back with the discussion of the day and the come on white folks. Stay tuned.
2: right everybody you're back with uncensored on boss fm it's your party boy joey and i'm here with kayla and john and we're gonna talk a little bit about this little nas x thing since kayla was not here
3: let me just say that twerking on the devil is not any type of appropriate whatsoever i don't care if he swung stripper pulled his way down the hill um but i also kind of didn't get the part of the video um, maybe that was him in Judgment Day when he was in the, the denim suit um, and then somebody said somebody threw an anal plug at him which is why he died I don't know
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that was him being stoned by a crowd
3: oh so it wasn't an anal plug
0: it very well could have been an anal plug yeah or a rock intentionally in the shape of one uh i didn't notice that detail but it do- wouldn't shock me
3: right but to like it was for me watching the video because i had to watch it three times back to back i'm not gonna lie so to watch him go from like this whole random plot line to just going down a stripper pole to hell to then ending up on the devil and to working on him i said what the fuck is
2: this? it was a lot but it, it makes,
3: I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie like four or five years ago he was in college sleeping on the floor You're, but now he's a, a genius all of his videos have been super thought
2: provoking and controversial
3: right and I'm here for them all I'm not gonna lie
2: I, I was I was absolutely here for every because I love and I was talking to my mom about it I love how everybody's now rattled like shaken up because it's not even about the whole Christianity part of it it's really about the homophobia like he painted a picture of oh if you're gay you're going to hell but he went to hell and now everybody nag.
3: that's the thing people definitely said oh since you're gay go to hell and he said um I'll double you on that offer. I'll swing my ass to hell and twerk on the devil.
2: So if I'm going, why do y'all care? Y'all told me I was going anyway.
3: And that's, some, that's that on that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so it's damned if you do, damned if you don't.
3: And I mean, he I mean, can hey, never be happy. At least he did make it to heaven, though. He did mm-hmm. it
2: knocked out of heaven, right? And then broke the double neck.
0: So you and like now
2: wearing the horns?
0: Do you like the um? The video and the song, Kayla?
3: I like the storyline. I'll say that. Um, the message behind it, I'm not going to lie, as a, a growing Christian who is kind of still trying to place her foot in her life in Christianity, I have... It's kind of hard for me, I should say. Um, I like the story, but uh, it's it's really hard for me because it's like different. I'm from the old Christian, but I'm also in the new Christianity, so it's kind of hard for me to like hear both sides and then not choose a side, but firmly plant my feet in what I believe in. So, like Joey said, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really what I am in my religious journey right now.
2: And the song. I was playing it today in my car.
3: <laughs> I didn't care for the song. I'm not gonna, I don't listen to Lil Nas X like that. Like, I just heard it on TikTok and it was just a TikTok song for me. And then I'm like, oh, this is the song. Let me watch the video. Cause he posted like a clip of him in the stripper heels. I'm like, oh, maybe this is a video with the stripper heels. And when I seen it, I said, he is not on the devil's neck.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and put on the fucking horns.
3: Right. He killed the devil and said, I'm the devil now. But on that note, let's hop into this. Come on, white folks, because damned if you do, damned if you don't.
2: Exactly.
3: (laughs) We'll be right back.
2: everybody you're back with uncensored on boss fm it is your party boy joey and i'm here with kayla and john and we're gonna jump right on into our come on white folks you know how they be doing go ahead kayla um yeah i'd like
0: to report that someone is illegally using a charcoal
1: grill in a non designated
5: area on i'd like to be with immediately oh, oh, my my i'm gonna tell them there's an
0: african-american man threatening my life threatening my life threatening
5: my life i have a breathing problem Doctor would not let me wear that. So, anyone harassing
1: me? Oh I'm
2: being threatened by a man in the Ramble. Please send the cops. You- Come on, white folks. Karen, would you like to calm down and have a conversation? Why you? Oh, me Come, Come on, white folks. Like,
3: when are you going to get together? together? Okay, so we're going to talk about the question it's not a question of the day but the question is when do people or more specifically when do white people get a pass to the cookout i feel like that's a common saying in the black community um and personally i don't agree that any white person should get a pass but what has made me come to this revelation is you know the new tiktok trend to natasha betting Ford's Cry in the rain, whatever it's called.
0: Um what is it called? Feel the rain on your skin?
3: So the rain on your skin. Um people someone has remixed it and put a 808 beat behind it and it's
0: the there's... song is called Unwritten.
3: Oh, Unwritten. And <laughs> I put an 808
0: behind if it If you guys want to google it though Just google feel the rain on your skin Because don't really know what the right. fuck i written is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, let's, yeah. let's
3: play um The snippet of the audio So you guys can get a better understanding Before I go into the TikTok So, there's a, like a really cool dance to it that I haven't learned yet, and it's going viral. However, um, this white lady named Cat—I'm gonna name her Kathy because she has a, um, the Karen haircut—and <clears throat> um, people on Twitter were saying that because she did the dance, she was invited to the cookout. So, my question to you is well what makes a, a white person eligible to be invited to the cookout and why is this a thing
2: Jane Elliot is welcome to the cookout
3: but see Jane Elliot is very much a conscious woman
2: right that's exactly why she's welcome to the cookout
3: but again why
2: because she's woke she's educated just Ooh. because you do a dance
3: Earth, you use this huh. word that I hate when people use
2: What woke? Woke, woke, baby. She woke.
3: What is the definition of woke?
2: She understands. She sees. She's not making excuses for. She's present. Not all white people are doing that. So no dance that she can do, good or bad, can constitute that as for a reason to come to look out. Not my words.
0: Is someone who, who uh, is invited to the cookout? Is that like someone who is tolerable? Or I'm. My question is: Where's the bar? Is it a high bar? Is it a low bar? Is it someone? Right. Someone you want to be friends with? Someone who transcends race? Or like, for where's, me, the, where's the bar?
3: Kathy from TikTok with the Scandinavian feet is way lower. <laughs>
2: I can't even do that (laughs) Kayla go ahead I'm sorry
3: (laughs) Kathy is (laughs) way lower on the bar than Jane Elliot right yes however I feel like inviting Jane Elliot to my cookout she's going to be like Dr. Umar you guys know who that is
2: I've heard Dr. Lamar. I don't know if I have.
3: I feel like Jane Elliott is going to (coughs) go conscious conversations because she has to prove herself while Kathy with the Australian hands is coming for a a turn up. And people are saying that she's invited because she, she has joined in this viral TikTok that a lot of Black people are doing and she did everything not to the beat, but she got every move right because she didn't have swag. So.
0: Well, that's my thing. Is it like, you get invited because we think you're cute? Um,
3: I feel like that's what a lot of people do. You get the you get the pass of hmm, okay.
0: This person's acceptable.
3: Yeah, I think it's I think it's a um Like a a reaction would be like, "Mm, okay, you didn't really, you didn't fully mess it up. You didn't fully, you know, butcher it. So I guess you could hang. But like you can't hang but so long because we don't really mess with you like that. But me personally, I'm not inviting anybody to the cookout. Because I can see one version of you that's the representation of you. But to actually get to know you, I don't care if you freaking did the jerk in your nursing shoes you could still be like manga forever
0: yeah do you um do you ever are you familiar with the story of the the woman who dot, or texted the wrong number on Thanksgiving
3: yes and um the, it was the black boy
0: right yeah and, and it was the grandma yeah mm-hmm. and so now they have like Thanksgiving together every year Mm. Mm-hmm. mhm Um, and then the husband just passed yeah Yeah, I wasn't going to get into that but if you want to go down that dark road um (laughs) yeah that's like one of the very few examples of like inviting a stranger to your cookout and it working out um inviting people that you know that you've met and can make a decision about that makes sense but like the cookout and inviting a stranger like the point you just made about this woman dancing on TikTok, um, her private life, we have no idea about. You know, she have Nazi flags hanging in her bedroom. Okay. She could have a mirror on her ceiling above her bed.
2: Wait, did that mean something bad?
0: <laughs> I was just saying, you know, she could be she could be crazy in a lot of different ways. Oh.
3: And we not know. But I also feel like um, Black people, and I think it's embedded in the Black culture, that in a way being invited to the cookout means that you have made it. I think it's a, it's a I, ideology of acceptance within the Black community, which I feel like is a reason why we, we have this battle of appropriation versus appreciation all the time. I feel like a lot of outs other races are always fighting to be invited and welcome into the black community. But then we pick and choose who we want to accept and who we don't.
0: Right. It's a way of gatekeeping that.
3: Um, right. But I feel like at the end, right at the end it should just be we're black, you guys are white. If we're going to do this whole race thing, this whole ethnicity thing. You're black, you're white, you're purple, you're green, you're blue. And let that be it.
0: And if you're invited to my cookout, you'll know because I will tell you.
3: And I should be invited to yours as well.
0: And if you don't invite me, I'll assume it's because we're not on it like that. Right.
3: But I feel like a small token of... I'm sorry, she it looked like she was doing... A damn Irish jig, like she didn't kill it for me <laughs> in this video. For her to even be invited to the cookout, like her feet were long.
2: <laughs> you're you're really getting on my nerves tonight. Just need you to know that now.
3: I'm just saying, she looked like she was doing <laughs> Russian dance. It just
0: some sort of clogging.
3: Yeah, she was clogging <laughs> with her New Balance sneakers over like. <laughs>
2: Not New Balance.
3: <laughs> it just wasn't cookout worthy. But then again, my question is what, what is considered the cookout? If we have to break that down, I feel like the phrase you're invited to the cookout is acceptance, but what is the cookout? The
2: cookout is the world. The cookout is the circle. The, the cookout is the culture, the culture. yes.
3: So it's and it's not the actual cookout. Well, it is the actual.
2: No, because you can't. Because listen, because if you if you come into the cookout, you got to bring some food. You can't just come and think you're gonna eat up and ain't
3: contribute. That's the thing.
2: I'll
0: bring a two liter.
2: Yeah, bring. You can bring a two liter. I'm scared. Of, I don't eat everybody's uh, potato salad. now hey,
3: but you you also can't come. To, I'm sorry, but my cookouts and you just bring your sodas and you are gonna arrive at six p.m. You look at crazy You can't just be bringing sodas at.
2: I'm gonna be the first one there. Oh John, she's talking to you. (laughs) I will be the first one (laughs) awkwardly. Us. I'm gonna bring some macaroni and cheese. I mean.
3: But see, okay, so here's my thing. I seen this cookout. I meant not this cookout. This TikTok. This white girl said, Tell me you have black friends without telling me you have black friends. She said the event started at two PM. She was the first one there. Everybody probably didn't show up until six o'clock.
2: What time did the event end?
3: Don't know. Probably Black people time. Who knows? But my thing is, this whole acceptance and being accepted into the culture thing, where's the fine line of microaggression? They don't know this culture that we're welcoming, welcoming them into. So I feel like we get a lot of microaggressions on us because they don't know so her saying to me her saying tell me you have black friends without telling me you have black friends like a white to me a white person should never say that black people are never on time because you don't know that you're not black
4: yeah
0: I That's feel it. like the only appropriate response to that would be like a screenshot of a text message that just is like hey how's it going good let's meet up
3: right like I don't That didn't sit right with me. Mm -hmm. That's a slave home.
2: Oh, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. Kayla, I'm on my way up there, because you playing.
3: (laughs) But on that note, I guess, Scandinavian Kathy is not invited to the cookout. At all. According to Uncensored, well, Jane Elliott, she could come, just bring the right dish. And put on that note, stay tuned because we have a discussion of the day coming right up after this break. Welcome back to Uncensored Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla here with Joey and john and we are about to hop into this discussion of the day
2: we are talking about one of my favorite things to talk about astrology we're talking about what's your name in the time that you were born me i am the perfect example of a gemini i am loud and obnoxious and i'm okay with it
3: okay so then my question is who came up with these characteristics
2: Um, that is a very good question and you know what, I was in high school and I passed an astrology test and I was the only one that got a 100, you would think I would remember.
3: I mean, I'm I'm for astrology, don't really believe in it that much to the point that my life revolves around astrology.
2: I'm I'm very spiritual, so that's where it really comes into is spirituality. And when I say that I'm spiritual, a lot of people sometimes get it mixed up as um, taking away from Christianity. That's not what I do. Um, I've already stated before, I am a lover of God. I am not a lover of religion and all that it comes in. Um, But, I live my life by astrology because it kind of lets you know exactly who and what you're dealing with when you encounter people. So when you, even the people that don't believe in it, when you read up on their astrology by just the time that they're born and the traits that they take on, it all starts to make sense and fold together. Like again, for me, when people see, I, I people guess my astrology and just by how I act and how I carry myself, they're always dead on. They're always dead on.
3: Here's my thing, which is why I can't fully believe in astrology, because astrology is the alignment of stars, planets, Mm -hmm. right? Which equates to science. Mm -hmm. The argument, the long-time argument is, is it science or is it religion? Granted, you may be spiritual, but that's been a long-term argument. You know, this planet was made by the Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. The other opposite end of the spectrum is that this planet was placed there by God. Uh-huh. So, along with that, you know, God has created all of His people to be this way specifically, that way specifically. While science is saying that, oh, because Mercury is in retrograde, or because this star aligned with that star at this time, this is why you're you see, or you're acting this way, or why you're seeing this angel number. Or different things of that nature, so that's why it's, it's hard for me to kind of delve into astrology. But also, like I stated earlier in the show, that I'm kind of still trying to find my footprint in Christianity as well.
2: Well, it, it it I get that and I understand that and I respect that. Do you have you ever heard of how personalities change during a full moon?
3: Oh no, definitely. Which is why I'm like. I kind of believe in astrology because when there is a full moon, you know
2: everything in the world changes. Right. The water changes, the earth changes, the fire changes, all of the elements change, and it also affects the people. And, and I'm. And,
3: and that's why, for me, it's um, it's a whole. Well, is it in biblical times? you know, did they believe in this too? And it was just as the years have gone on, people tearing down religion and Christianity and putting all of these negatives in it has poisoned different people's brains, which have been passed down to their lineage which is why we have this whole ideology of you can't be Christian and believe in an astrology or you can't be
2: religion. I was just about to say that. So a lot of people are equating astrology to like witchcraft and tarot cards and all of that stuff and that's really not the case. Well, um
3: I'm, you, I'm fucking scared of tarot cards. I'm not gonna I
2: just be. got I just got my tarot cards read. I'm not scared of tarot cards because I don't think that has anything to do with religion. Because the one thing you can't ask in tarot cards Is about the future And about your health
3: I I I took this yoga class With this lady in Hawaii and before every yoga class she said that she would read everyone's tarot card right mm-hmm. i didn't notice before signing up to the class to pay my money i'm sitting here like oh shit i got to do this and she this is via zoom so we're picking cards via zoom right mm-hmm. and she picks my card and she reads it and literally like that card read me to film i'm like i don't know how i pick a card via zoom with this lady is in hawaii i'm in New jersey that this card is rooting me for what i'm actually going through Mm -hmm. but at the same time i also before it was my turn to even go i was definitely praying to god saying like forgive me because not sure what i got myself into i'm i'm a little scared you know be patient with me but
2: And and again i don't again i say i don't think that spirituality takes away from religion. I, I just, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. Um, I've always wondered why people are just so scared of mediums as well.
3: Don't they speak to ghosts?
2: Nope. They, they're not gonna say, I'm not gonna say they speak to ghosts. I, I put it as they speak to the, to loved ones who have departed. I kind of make it a little bit more respectful. Um, but they, they they speak or they communicate with people who have departed and they speak to them because it's more so people who have departed. The ones who are still here are living with guilt and can't move on. And that's why the uh, spirits move are moving in the way that they're moving to kind of help them to get away. Now, I've watched a lot of Teresa Caputo. I've watched... A lot of the Hollywood medium so I see certain things and it all kind of makes sense I've never been to a medium um and I think why I've never been to a medium is because I don't really have the guilt of losing anyone or having survivors more. and I was in a car accident that killed my sister so I don't I don't have that remorse because I know she wouldn't want me to have that but I am like moving forward now if a medium were to, a medium would pull me to get to my mom, to gravitate towards my mom for my sister to pass a message to my mom. That would be something different because I know how my mother's feeling after losing her daughter, her only daughter at that. So with me, not so much, but there would be, they they would go through me to pass a message to her. Does that make sense?
3: But you don't think that you don't think that they would come on their own. Why do they have to go through a medium to come to you? And I only say this because my mom, for some reason, she has this weird, I'm not going to say sixth sense, but mm-hmm. my aunt who passed away, um, she has, she visits my mom. My mm-hmm. mom knows when someone in the family that's very close to her is about to go through something traumatic or is about to die. Mm-hmm. Yes, has had that with my aunt who passed away. My other aunt who got into a very bad car accident. Um, she's still living though. But um, my mom said like she felt when her sister came, sat on her bed, got up because she felt somebody get up off her bed and close her door. Like she heard the door close. Mind you, I'm in my room with my door locked and my brother wasn't home. So if they do have a message... You don't think that they would come to you directly, or come to your mom directly, or do you think that you have to have a connection with them, in a sense, to even get?
2: You definitely have to have a connection, but there's sometimes. People are not knowing how to answer or respond or even take in the message that's coming. So you have to have somebody to be able to articulate exactly what's happening. I have seen my sister walk in and out and through all up and through my mother's house. And I've seen her walk through my apartment. I've seen my grandmother's walk through my apartment. So I know what I see and it doesn't even scare me anymore. Like I can see clearly as day. I'm looking in a corner and something is moving in my peripheral, it's one of them. Nope. And it's always hmm?
3: I'm saying nope. Can't do that. Why? I I personally could not... Maybe nobody has visited me that I know. Maybe my aunt has visited me for some reason. I've never met her that passed away, but I feel like she's my guardian angel. Mm hmm She probably has visited me and I don't know. But... If I'm living alone, or when I'm living alone, and a ghost is in my house, I'm not sleeping at night where somebody's gonna come over and sleep. No,
2: no, I'm I'm not because I know who it is. I know who it is, and i I I know the how silhouettes. How you know it's
3: from Michael Jackson?
2: Because I know the silhouettes, and what they come back they come back is how you remember them. Mm-hmm. And my sister died when she was six, and I was three. So if I see a little girl walking around, that's my sister because that's how I remember her when I last saw her if i see a bigger woman walking around that's my nana lois my nana lois was a uh she used to say pleasantly plump or fluffy that was how she described herself so if i see a fluffy woman walking around that's her if i see a little bit one with a little bit more of a silhouette that's my nana marie I, i i know these things and I know that they're one, protective over me because at, biologically, I'm the only biological grandson. So I'm. they're gonna protect me in every aspect of anything. But with my sister in regards to my mom, my mom still is trying to, she's letting go and I think it's getting better. I think that there have been times where my sisters tried to reach out as when I was younger, but my mom just doesn't know how to do it. But anytime that we see butterflies, that was my sister's favorite thing. And when she passed, her memory was dedicated to like a the butterfly promise, which my grandmother and I were on the news for it. So anytime that we see a butterfly, we know that that's her. So every everybody has something different to symbolize that they're around you. Whenever we go to a cemetery, there's dragonflies, and the dragonflies follow us from the time we get out of my mom's truck to the time we get to my uncle and my grandmother's um, my grave um, gravesite because my uncle and my grandmother are buried together. So they hang around, they do not leave, and then they see us back to the car, and then they fly right going their own way. Now that's probably my uncle.
3: Okay, so then my question is this, um, and I'm gonna challenge you. Okay. You think that it's a thing that people have passed down to analyze into certain situations when it comes to death and i I, i'm I'm saying like maybe it was just a regular butterfly flying but because you were analyzing it and saying that oh because we're going to see my sister because she loves butterflies that's her do you think that people deeply analyze things like that or Um, just the right time at the right place
2: again when it comes to school, I, I I believe that, I believe in coincidental, I do. Um, I believe that there's always a the right time and the right place. Um, but you feel a little bit more of something around you when this butterfly comes. And it's not even the fact that this butterfly, like the butterflies, when you have something meaningful like that, it's almost like they're working hard to get your attention. It's almost like they're coming. Like they'll sit on your hand, or they'll they'll sit on your shoulder, or they'll sit on your head, or they'll plop on your ear. Things of that nature. No other butterfly is going to really do that unless they're trying to get your attention. That's what I've gotten my entire life. So when a butterfly is doing circles around me, yeah, I'm like, okay, girl, hey. Like it's normal for me, and it's the same thing with the dragonflies. Whenever And it only happens when we get to um, the cemetery. Now, my grandmother's house, my uncle was 19 and living in that house when he passed, dragonflies flew all up and through that house. And there was nothing we could do and it took us a minute to realize what was happening. And now every time we get out to the cemetery, there's three dragonflies that meet us and they carry us all the way down. And they'll sit with us all day. I'm a firm believer in all that. So yes, I do believe in right time, right place. And I do believe in um, in coincidences, but I don't think it's it. I think that this is family just kind of just surrounding.
3: Okay, well, I hope I come back as like a bird or something, a phoenix, but- You will come
2: back, you will come back as whatever you love the most.
3: All right, Nicki Minaj. So on that note- I was
0: gonna say- I- <laughs> It's gonna suck when I come back as a cheeseburger. Get her away
2: from me right now.
3: <laughs> he said a cheeseburger.
0: <laughs> get her away from me right oh,
3: now. I get some uh, potato for some French fries. <laughs> but on that note, that is all that we have for our discussion of the day. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UnsisterBossFM. We'll be right back after this break. Uncensored Boss FM. If you're just tuning in, that is okay because we have some monumental messiness with our favorite BJ. Oops, I mean BNJ. But make sure you follow us on <laughs> social media at Uncensored Boss FM on both Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be right back after this break.
1: Welcome to Flashbacks with B and J. I'm Becca.
2: And I'm Joey.
1: And we're going to talk about something real juicy, messy, and real talked about. Joey, what are we talking about?
2: So, do y'all remember in, like, November of 2009 when, um, I believe yes, it was... I
1: don't even remember what I
2: had for dinner last night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, remember when Obama was elected. Yes. Okay. So when that happened, there was a state dinner and it was I'm assuming the Black Caucus Mm -hmm. and Real Housewives of DC co-star at the time Mikhail Salahi and her then husband Tarek, they're divorced now, good for her um, wind up crap. They crashed it.
1: Wait, are they black?
2: No, they're white. (laughs) (laughs) They crashed it and swore up and down that they had um, invitations to the event, and they never did. So when everything went down, and it was only one season of this show...
1: Housewives of D.C.?
2: Housewives of D.C. It Uh was only... It was only one season and it was like, it was when I was probably just graduating high school and it was so bad that federal investigations were happening on the set of Bravo and they went after Bravo because of Salahi's doing this.
1: But wait, why would they go after Bravo for their choice?
2: Because it, because it's a star and they didn't know who was behind them getting into it and crashing the party.
1: So wait, mind you, there's Secret, Sur- Sur- Secret Service around mm-hmm. and they were able to get in to the actual event.
2: They were able to get into the actual event.
1: So why aren't they, they just were- the, the the staff who was working there? Because clearly someone put them, allowed them to walk
2: through. Because Secret Service dropped the ball.
1: So now they wanted to go after Bravo because of the mistake they made.
2: Right. But because they were on the show, and I think it might have gotten on camera with Bravo, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. some of the Bravo people were let in, and that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And because I guess they mentioned, or I guess word of mouth, they put it out there saying that they were with Bravo, when they realized that they did not have a in, uh, have an investigation, of course, that's a breach, Mm. security breach. So now an investigation has to be filed. Mm. Okay. So they filed that investigation on them independently, individually, and they went after Bravo, which is why that franchise, um, the, the DC area, got shut down. Huh. And you'll notice, because a lot of them were working in politics, you'll notice now it's no longer DC, it's Potomac.
1: I was about to say that. I thought it was Housewives of Potomac.
2: Right. Potomac is basically a replacement for DC. Because DC got so messy, they pulled out of the Maryland DC area and got into Virginia because that's where all the girls live. So now it's like, okay, what the hell? You've got all this investigation. We're not stepping foot inside of DC unless we're recording Housewives outside. And lo and behold, Potomac is still in Virginia.
1: That's ridiculous to me. So my question is, right? Because of that whole thing, why didn't Bravo just kick those two off of the show?
2: Well, they because it, it got so bad, they just discontinued the entire thing. So, like Mary Stacy, I can't I know there was a black girl on her named Stacy. Mm-hmm. But um it oh, it was just so it was just so sloppy. And Tarek, her ex-husband was the one that was saying oh we got the invitation um and we get like you really i think it's on um i think it's on hulu you just have to watch the reunion because that was just and it was it was mary it was linda it was cat and cat was australian and cat wasn't taking nobody's stuff uh (laughs) and stacy and i think stacy was a real estate agent and They were livid because they knew that this was their one chance to fame. And this hoe and her husband messed it up. Like I was just about
1: to say that. Like, imagine that because,
2: you know, even though people
1: talk a lot, I talk a lot about reality TV and Housewives, even though I used to be obsessed with them.
2: That is a consistent check. And that's a good check. And it could because, listen, look how look how Teresa Judice did. And -hmm. she went to prison. Look mm-hmm. at Nene. Look at Luann and uh, Bethany. Look at Vicky Gumbel said I don't like her. Look at Tamra. But you know, even
1: though, like, a lot of them say that they don't like the show that they're on, they don't leave it because of the check. Of the money. And I just don't you know. Understand. It's Melissa Gordon's I-
2: birthday. I to send her happy birthday. <laughs>
1: Happy birthday. Happy birthday to
4: you.
2: Was that that's good? Gonna be, that's going to be your favorite one. I'm just going to leave that there.
1: <laughs> but no, I would be really upset with them, too, because not only did you guys think that you were... First off, it sounds like a whole lot of white privilege
2: to me. You thought you was... Oh, right. this is why... Oh, okay. So the airing of the show, of the episode that they were... um they attended the state dinner was October 7th, 2010. So the reason why Bravo got investigated was because it wound up on the show. Ooh! So Mm. yeah, it wound up... So that, girl... And, 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 and... and That episode got 1.57 million views. And you know they could have got a
1: check. They got a check from that. Because honestly, with the Housewives, the, like depending on the show and the ratings and the shares that it gets, that mm-hmm. really depends on your check too. Uh uh-huh. huh. Incorporated into that salary that, well, I said salary, Include include it into the check that you get. So if you say hit 1.7, you said 1.7? One, 1. One I'm sorry, 1.42. 1.42 million views? Mm hmm. That's a mighty good check, and that's a mighty good investigation. <laughs> I just honestly, I, I think that a lot of things with that one. I think white privilege is a conversation. I oh, think very service much so. dropping the ball and then sitting there trying to make everybody else's life
2: hell is. A how com- you get a state dinner with a black president thinking you invited? <laughs>
1: He, they probably thought he was the half white side. They thought they was the half white side. They went to they,
2: go. They for- got it. Won no cousins. one no cousins. One no cousins.
1: <laughs> this wasn't the cookout. You could be invited to.
2: Nope. <laughs> N- not at
1: all. <laughs> and also, if I was someone on that show, I would be very upset if they just gonna sit there and sit, like you just gonna take the show away from me. So on for Housewives of Potomac are any of the ones who are on the DC Housewives on
2: the show? Hell no. Dad. You got Charisse is off But she comes and visit. You got Giselle You got Ashley You got Robin And Robin and Giselle are the green-eyed, blonde-haired bandits And they all black women You got uh, Monique You got Candace and now you have Wendy, and Wendy is a political commentator that you see on Fox News and all that stuff. Oh
1: my gosh! So how we
2: feel about those? Yeah, it's 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 all black. Now you had one black girl on um, on DC, and she was around a bunch of white women, and Oop. look what.
4: Oh,
1: right, and now look—they it backfired on her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But with that being said, that's all for our flashback with B and J. Please head over to our Instagram and Twitter, Uncensored FM, and share your thoughts with us as always. And we will be right back.
2: All right, everybody. You're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It is your party boy, Joey. (laughs) And we're going to jump into this quick recap, because if you're just joining in, you missed the show. But don't panic. We have a bomb-ass podcast for you, just like we had a bomb-ass show. So you can tune into that. But while we're talking about it, let's go ahead and do this recap. Go ahead, Kayla.
3: So, yes, in hour one, we definitely talked about the historical, I'm going to say it's historical, but the case of Derek Chauvin, because that's really his case and not the case of George Floyd um, and how it has, I want to say, been making an impact, both positive and negative um, with the defense attorney, with the, the, the team for the um, I meant the jury, shall I say? The witnesses that they have been bringing up to the stand. Um, it's very I don't know how to or what word to say, honestly speaking. It's it's a lot for me personally, but
2: Absolutely. I, I just I just need him to go ahead and arrest him. That's just me.
3: <laughs> we also talked about Sweetie um and how she broke her silence after the 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 we also talked about Sweetie and how she broke her silence after the video footage has been released of her and Quavo on the elevator Friday and she basically asked for privacy um, even though after this event happened you know they forgave each other they took each other back but she said it was too many hurdles for her to even continue the relationship in 2021
2: so and I don't blame her because I feel like it got really toxic yeah that's super, super toxic and very unhealthy. We also talked about Waka Flocka and the backlash that he got for supporting his daughter coming out as bisexual um, past the transphobic comments that he has made um, publicly, whether he was on the show Love & Hip Hop or if he made it public in an interview, he still said all those things. So we're a little baffled, but you know what? As long as Charlie's happy and healthy, that's all we're worried about.
3: We also had a good song association. I did win and asked that on that, but we gonna breathe right through. No,
2: <laughs> she didn't. But okay, girl, breeze through. Yeah.
3: We had a good. Come on, white folks. We definitely talked about who gets a pass and who doesn't get a pass to the cookout and what is really considered. You get invited to the cookout. Um, after these TikTok videos of white people deciding to join in on the, the trends. Uh, we didn't even talk about Miss Addison Ray, but we'll talk about her on another show. Right.
2: We also did a good, good discussion of the day, which was about astrology and how it ties into, or possibly tie in to Christianity. Does it not tie into Christianity? And of course, mediums and the passing of loved ones and how to communicate with them. But on
3: that note, Today is Friday. We hope that you guys enjoy your weekend. We'll see you same time, same place Monday, 2pm to 6pm here on Boss 1 and Boss FM next. If not, make sure you check out our podcast on the Boss FM app and follow us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Uncensored Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla here with Joey, Becca, and John. Enjoy your weekend, y'all. Peace out.
5: Bye. Bye.